I'm sweating because of the heat in the room, but I'm also sweating because I'm I'm like, dude, that guy. Okay, that was fucking epic. Are I got to I got to high five you for that. Love it. I got to fucking you're, double you're triple that. Like recording? It's fucking recording, dude. <laughs> fuck the intro, bro. Fuck the intro. I w- I I whatever. It, that yeah. was that guy. That okay. was Luke Brown. <laughs> uh, psychedelic visionary nonsense all sense artist uh yeah. but like just a word wizard oh my just god t- like we talk about being the universe being connected to source being a, a facet of god having your faith in yourself and in and in the synchronicity and the unfolding of mm. the universe uh just uh, ha- believing things will work out and that belief making things work out and the proof of that just being constantly uh, like a reward for that choice that we make and you know i've i nothing nothing you know we could talk about the 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 sometimes it doesn't go right but you still have the good attitude the, fuck all that man fuck all that. it's all good <laughs> it's all it's good it's all the right thing yeah it's all attitude it's, it's all, all gratitude. happening it's all fucking happening and we're just riding it and it's just perfect as it is uh, yeah man it's just perfect as it is no matter how we interpret it the baseline is perfection and love and I, you can tap into that fucking field of perf- perfection and love at any time in your life, at any moment. And every, he just proved it to us. Every moment, yeah. He had he had like th- story upon story about how it all worked out, and and he's like a he's a beacon, man. His art is a beacon. Like he he t- he gets it's, into it. You know, he talks about yeah. this tuning fork idea, this idea that like like you he, like you can you can imbue places or objects moments in time with that energy that you're imbuing with yourself which is that that source awareness mm. you know that that let the ego step aside and just and just go with the flow but just like in a it. really tangible way yeah. like go with the flow we've heard that a million times but man this guy is locked in and i really i'm um, i'm kind of pissed now like like we should have just kept talking to him well <laughs> i'm not i don't know not well, pissed like it went the way it went and it was great yeah and i can't wait to have him on again we're, we're but gonna I, have him on again I, ha- I had a hard time saying goodbye like i was uh <laughs> i was like i don't know i you know ju- what though? I just empowered you know like what i just feel great right now like i just want to yeah. go running and like create something and i just feel like whatever i do is going to be for my mm. highest best life and self and 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 it's going to and it's going to interact with everybody who interacts with it in the best way because yes. that's the intention that was in in my actions when I did it. Yeah. And I just understand that at a level that's maybe hard to put into words now, but I really I really feel it when I look at his art yeah. and it makes me think about art very differently now and oh. I don't know man, I feel like I could talk forever. Like I don't want to make this too long. Yeah, but but honestly the same same feels from me too. I just think we had a gift to have a guy like this this person on the fact that he was able to just wizard his way with words to pull us into that realm that psychedelic realm but the psychedelic realm means everything it's not just the substance he is tapped into those deep realms of creativity love and what unity and he can illustrate it with his beautiful artwork I'm pretty sure the one behind the camera is his and I didn't want to bring it up because we can't we couldn't show the camera to it but I'm pretty sure that's his. But um, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. That, you know the 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 shirt. The was shirt him is actually. him as well. The crazy design on the back. I think I flipped around in the beginning, so I'll put it there. 
Yeah, so, I mean, wow. I, like, yeah, we'll leave it at that. Yeah, like, he, uh, I'm sure you guys will get a blast out of it. It's phenomenal. This, <laughs> this guy is a gem. He is a fucking gem to have existing wow. to, to for us because he's living in a service mindset where he wants to live of service to, to what he believes in, what he feels, and show it to the world. So it's such a gem to have people like him. So, wow, we spoke to greatness. That was incredible. That was pure oh, magic. Wow. Thank you again, Shashi, for introducing us. Shashi, we us. love you. We, lo- we love the shirts. We love the shirts. We love the art. Yeah. And and obviously, thank you, Luke. That was fucking mind blowing. Yeah. I'm uh I'm gonna sleep like a baby tonight because <laughs> I just like feel like I'm baby. I feel like I'm in the arms of God. You yeah. know, like I really that really gave me fuel or or like a it I don't know like it cracked open a perspective that I've that I've been working at. Dude, I almost teared up when he was talking about his ceremony. I was just like, but not a even a sad, just like just a pure awe. Yeah, like a happiness. <laughs> like, like a, there was no, <laughs> there were times when I, w- I wanted to say something and I was like, no, that's like negativity. It, yeah. And like, just let it be. Yeah. Oh my God. Any, anyway, you could tell by our reaction. Um, like, subscribe. Yeah, you know the drill. Hit that button. Say hi to Albert for us. Go look up Luke Brown. Look Love at his Buddha's gorgeous head. art. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I mean, yeah, we'll put links and things, but yeah, but just, we love you guys. Yeah. And, uh, we hope we're we hope we're doing what Luke is doing. We hope we're just bringing you some. We're, we hope we're in some kind of service. We hope we're just doing what we can and what we love, and that that's coming out. So that's the intention behind it. That's and that's the that's that's all she wrote, man. That's, that's what that's wrote. all we need to fucking do. That's yeah. the truth, Ruth. Fuck it. Truth, Ruth. <laughs> Stay curious. Stay curious. Truth, Ruth. <laughs> you never heard that one. No, I like it. That's the truth, Ruth. That's an old one. What's up, beautiful people? I'm Nathaniel Pearl. And I'm Sam Sheva. And welcome to Curious Chimps Podcast, a show where we explore the infinite complexities of the human experience. We do not endorse anything illegal. So please, consult the doctors, do your research, and for the love of all that is holy, be safe. All right, let's talk about drugs. Curious, curious, curious chimps. So everything's good. We're going. We're good. We're live. We're <laughs> live-ish. <laughs> We're not live. Yeah. <laughs> great. Good to meet you both. Yeah. Likewise. Great man. to meet you, brother. Thank you for doing this. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm usually not um, up and active at this hour, so <laughs> might yeah. take a little bit of time for the full spectrum of my personality to kick in. <laughs> I always feel like I'm booting up, and it honestly will take me a couple hours <laughs> to to really be like at a hundred percent. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Funnily enough, I I had set my alarm based on my assumption that it was twelve hours difference, but it was actually an hour earlier. And for some reason, I just like booted up, booted up like an hour early out of bed, and I was like, oh, I guess I'm up. And then I was like, let me just check the double check the time here. I was like, oh, well, that worked out. We get tripped up so many times. Like it's I don't know why it's so difficult. I don't know why it's so hard to comprehend. It's just an extra step, but it's like it, yeah. it messes with us so hard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's... Well, the, the future's looking bright here. Can, can you see us? What? Can, can you see us well uh, from this camera angle? Yeah, uh, yeah. 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 I got a little bit of keyboard in the foreground, but yeah. Okay. No, no worries. We're, we're yeah. filming externally anyway, so it's it's going to be way better than this. It's just for you, so you can see us. But like, we have a we yeah. have another camera for the. 
for the edit okay. after. But yeah, man. So du- I guess double thank you for for getting up early. <laughs> it's yeah, no worries. Cool. Yeah, no, no. Shash, Shash was, uh, yeah, he was he was really promoting you guys. So I'm happy to play a part. Oh, that's cool. I hope we could live up to his standards. We had a really good t- talk with him. So uh, yeah, you know, I'm, yeah, he's such a gem. He really is, man. I was kind of blown away. Like you never know what to expect when you meet somebody, but he's so self aware, but also like mm-hmm. such a. Um, I don't know, like he's so, there's something so like uh, relatable about him. I don't know how to put it. Like, you don't expect that. I don't know. I, oh, we like, got some delay here. Oh, maybe, yeah. Can you can you hear us? Okay, there you go. Yeah, it just yeah. froze for a second. That actually leads me to, how do you know Sash? Um, well, it's just part of the, uh, the, the grand unfolding of synchromysticism that leads my life and brought me right to him and him to me it was, it was quite quite amazing it's his his appearance in my life has been really um angelically sanctioned i would say wow because i i'm in thailand right now but i i had no plan to be here for this long i actually the plan was to be here for three weeks and then moving on to um a rental in ibiza for this for last summer and when i arrived the border closed days after so and I've been in Thailand ever since. So, and uh, yeah, I, I, I get offers from from people for you know wanting to make shirt designs and just random people. And you know, I I, I try to be really super selective with who I get into business with because I don't like to chase people down for you know um, royalties and everything. But yeah. Um, yeah, we ended up meeting after some messages from him on one of the ferries over to the island that I live on here and really hit it off. And yeah, it's just been amazing. Everything has just Sweet. totally worked out. And yeah, he's just a super high integrity mm. character of the highest order. So it's been really wonderful to work with him and work out all these, these uh, creative ideas and have it all based here in Thailand, where, which is where I'm so happy to be based now. So that's, that's awesome for, for our listeners that don't know, you are an artist. If you want to just give like a little intro to what you do, just so everyone can be on the same page. Um, well, what's my what's my handle? It's my <laughs> moniker. <laughs> um, psychedelic visionary artist. Yeah. Um, yeah, dedicated to mapping out uh, the infinite dimensions of hyperspace with whatever medium I can get my hands on, mm. and with as much accuracy as I can convey. So yeah. It's a multimedia artist. That's a and um hyperspatial cartographer. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so were you always this way or did this path kind of unfold as you progress through life or were you always drawing this Um for me it was, for me it was a, a a pretty dramatic uh turn of events for me that was um initiated from a an entheogenic experience when i was 17 mm. and um oh you're losing your your guy behind you <laughs> yeah, he likes to fall over sometimes yeah he gets lonely <laughs> so yeah i i was on a, um, a particular path that didn't necessarily um seem like it was leading to a a, a positive direction not necessarily hanging out with the you know life affirming um characters around me and getting into into some trouble that would inevitably lead to more trouble. And my older brother had seen the, the direction that 
it was leading in and he was like, you know, he's like, you should, you should be hanging out with me and my friends and mm. provided an opportunity for, for an experience that just blew the lid off my previous imagination of myself. And, and for me, the, the, the visionary experience was the most predominant part of it. It was like, I was just so enamored by the, the, brilliance and luminosity of my own inner vision and inner dimension and and uh yeah i just i felt like there was a, a, a clearly presented um purpose and mission was kind of visually presented to me that i was to be an artist and that i needed to just put everything i had into making art and that um if i did so then there was a golden road ahead of me and to just trust in that. And so I, I had a blank sketchbook that night and I didn't, you know, I would do little um, doodles in my geography books in high school or math books, or just do like little, little vignettes in the corners of, you know, homework, but I didn't never really considered myself an artist or dedicated myself to making a, a work of art. And that night I just, uh, I had such a, um, um, yeah, this the hallucinogenic experience was dictating the direction of where the pencil wanted to go. And as I was drawing, each pencil mark would kind of fractal open into another dimension. And so I would, I was trying to like catch up with the speed of the unfurling of this like fractal phenomenon on paper. Wow. And to me, it was just like, it was just such a magical act, not only in the moment, but the following day having something to look at that affirmed that something significant happened the night before. And, and, um, yeah, so I, I, I continued with exploring an enthusiasm for, for this experience and, um, yeah, just started filling up page after page in a sketchbook and started making art from there. And, yeah, it was really, it was this, it was a, a benchmark moment that really yeah. altered the course of my life and hasn't really slowed down since. That's wild. Did, did it kind of show you what you were capable of or what was possible or was it, or were you just kind of tracing what was being like? Well, well, I consider it a, a you know, a form of channeling because there was a, a minimal amount of my own personality that was interfering with the process i was just <laughs> allowing something to happen and and taking a step back into the and letting the the witness take the steering wheel and just watching a process unfold that you know part of my own personality was like whoa wow this wow look at that oh look what just happened whoa that's amazing oh whoa look at that you know it was like yeah, so just creating the space for um, that creative conduit that is expressing itself yeah. uh, ceaselessly in all forms of novelty throughout all of existence. Is, that's the, the, the creative impulse that is you know, defining the, you know, the forward thrust of, of evolution and, mm. and yeah, just like coming into contact with that current and, and creating a um, a channel for that to move its way through unobstructed without um with minimal uh, ego narrative defining what the process is 
And to me, that was that that was the magical act because it was like some of the most incredible things would happen that I wasn't orchestrating or leading. I was allowing it to happen. And yeah, that was just yeah, that that really is like um yeah, it defines my operating system yeah. from from then on. Yeah, it sounds like I mean you use the word interfere, like you didn't you you with minimal interference, you said at the beginning, like you you just got out of the way as much as possible. You like it sounds yeah. like someone like I I'm, I've been following uh, Paul Selig a lot, and he channels uh, but like text like words, and he, mm -hmm. and he describes it very similar to what you're saying. You know, like you you kind of try to get out of the way as much as possible because you're like this, um, like you're you're let's say let's say they're you know whittling some kind of drawing like they them I don't know this energy that you're talking about this force like you're this sharp knife you know like you you've done a lot of work to be a, a very competent artist I'm sure I, I assume uh and so like you're primed for this kind of work but like it, are all the paintings like this like do you have this kind of get out of the way and it and it comes out of you or or is that just more um, like that first instance? no I mean there's there, there's uh, you know all kinds of conditions that you know that's not like there's a fixed baseline that's just always there but it's for me it's about um creating the, the condition as clearly as possible to you know allow for that kind of um unobstructed fluidity so the the yeah. the end is the the point but the means are a bit chaotic i guess you just kind of do what you got to do you show up all the time yeah. and it happens <laughs> yeah and i just over the years i've found that um by committing to that condition and allowing for that to to be present that's that's where a wider range of magical activity can occur and in ways that that can really amaze me in ways that certain things happen that i i didn't intend or plan um but develop into more and more um you know, there's like more more story behind it that I I come to realize after the fact, or that is reflected in another when I'm bringing these these works of art to different environments, and it's kind of like oh yeah that's that's what that was about, and that's that's why that came through, and yeah sometimes it, it um, yeah there's just like a, a an uncontrollable compulsion with with a kind of vision or like a a seed crystal of an idea and then go, going forward into the process and then letting go of the fixation of the end results and just kind of embarking on a journey and then arriving in a place that is like more than I could have intended or imagined. And um, yeah, and, and it's, and part of this condition is, is creating a kind of unobstructed, uh momentum or a flow state mm. it's it, where it's almost like i get into this kind of hypnagogic entrainment where i'm i create the condition where i'm stepped out of the way and something else is coming coming in and um yeah and and also holding a clarity in my heart of bringing in and coming into contact with an energy that is benevolent and is for the highest good and is life affirming and allowing that to lead the way and yeah that's amazing i love the way you you put it because yeah. 
it's poetic in its own. It's almost like that's part of the translation is just like coming through your words, but. Uh, well, there's just been so many examples of that through my life that yeah. has affirmed that that is what is occurring. It's not just like a, you know, a fanciful story or an idea. It's like, I've been working at this for yeah. most of my life now. And it's, you know, it's really, yeah, it's, you know, there's, and, uh, and when I, when I say this, like other energy or this other force that say, you know, in, in, um, in the larger dimension of things, there is no other, it is all unity consciousness. There is no separation from one to another. It's all one unified consciousness experiencing itself as all possibilities in order to know itself. And so whatever I'm coming into contact with is just a deeper sense of the self exactly. and, you know, peeling away, um, layers of illusion or, or, you know, yeah, just like coming, coming deeper into contact with a more authentic self and allowing that to lead the way and, and holding the intention of being guided by, you know, a, a higher, higher dimension of, of life affirming goodness and, yeah. Um, yeah, so that that is infused into uh, the creative act for me, mm. and and by coming into contact with that, that that to me is like, you know, the 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 highest opportunity for magic, and that's that's part of the affirmation is this opportunities that I've had throughout my life to be a part of this big spectrum of um, you know audiences of people that are generally switched on to higher dimensional possibilities. So I tend to be a featured artist at, you know, these big psychedelic culture gatherings and mm. Burning Man and Boom Festival and Azora and, you know, um, yeah. So I'm kind of like put into contact with like big audiences of people mm. that are familiar with the terrain that I explore. And then mm. I get a lot of feedback and some of the feedback I get is just, astonishing to me because there's a lot of things that happen in my own creative process that are i mean it's so transpersonal but it's so deep and and meaningful to me mm. but it's not necessarily um mapped very blatantly in the artwork like here's the subject matter here's the title here's what this means you know it's it, it is at, at times very occult and esoteric and but it's deeply personal mm -hmm. and I have my own process that I'm related to in, in that creative journey. And so when I put that out there and then I have all kinds of reflections that are like completely congruent with that deeply personal process and they're conveying it back to me from the outside in, wow. that's, that's amazing to me because that, that creates an affirmation that there is some kind of bridge occurring that is not, that is, that is transpersonal, you know, it's like bigger than just my own story or my own, my own experience. It's like part of a larger psychic experience yeah. that, that, and to me, it's like, there are these dimensions of intelligence that, 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 uh, let's say they want to be conveyed, you know, and they're using me as the, the, the medium for that, for them to be for it, you know, for for it, for it to be creative, yeah. and so when when there is that that continuous affirmation that that is what's occurring, that is just wow. so magical to me. 
when when you get into these states and you create what what kind of setup do you do do you have like a ritual that you kind of create beforehand or is it just really like you get a download or a feeling and you just go in in your studio or wherever you just produce or is there like a like a ritual you kind of set an intention or something before you create um yeah i guess there's there's some variations of that um for me it's just uh yeah, I mean, intention is a big part of it. I, I do have practices that I apply in my life that just keep my nervous system finely tuned. And, mm. and, uh, and that's just been part of the, you know, the, the fine print of this assignment is to, is to, to integrate these kinds of things, because there were times in my life where I didn't, and it felt like I was, you know, trying to pull the ocean through a pinhole <laughs> I was like there's this this, pr this pressure of a fire hose is like moving through and if I'm not creating this kind of opportunity to to have my attention on my breath or to meditate or um, to to be active in my body and to you know to do yoga you know, things like this then it alleviates that pressure and creates a, a more of a um, a fluidity in the process mm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's also been about, uh, living my life in a way that allows for this process as a priority to not mm -hmm. just, this is not a side project. This isn't like a little, you know, a little swirling eddy on the side of the, the river. This is like, this is the river itself. And I have to, um, devote everything in my life to this. And, and by doing so my, you know, the, the, experiences in my life have just been you know I, I, I'm miraculous it's a, an applicable term for a lot of the events that have occurred in my life by just having my full attention on this and yeah so it's it's just been a, a kind of vibrational entrainment mm. to just like be be in close contact with this as, as much as possible and and when I'm in that kind of when I'm in the process and really deep in it, into it, there's a kind of momentum that starts to build. And if there's a minimal interference in the process, then that's where it, it kind of locks into the groove. And, and, and then that, that, that ego narrations has an opportunity to step out of the way and certain processes that are just happening that aren't being guided or directed. And I felt that I've, I've learned more in my, um, my adoption of technique and um, being able to deconstruct certain visual phenomena in, a, in an applicable way where I can see the sequence of events to arrive at certain visual techniques has occurred from that process more than act, like actively like looking at other work or studying it and breaking it down or trying to, to grok it in my mind. It's been, I've learned more from just being in that kind of momentous flow state where it's just like i'm just being fed information it's just a certain and you know this is part of my my operating system that has got really ramped up from when i was 17 and and since then is i've i have a very heightened visual acuity like in my internal viewing monitor is high fidelity and i can you know, if somebody gives me a description of something with a list of colorful adjectives, my my um, 
holographic viewing monitor just rotates it in, in five dimensions behind my eyelids. Like I can really see things really clearly. And, and uh, yeah, as, as is my, my dream state, you know, I go through, you know, waves of just multi-sensory dreams that have subplots within subplots and have, uh, you know, in ways that I can, I can retain and recall. Um, so yeah, just, which is why this like initial entheogenic journeys were just so, uh, so um, accelerating for me and how I was just so enamored by that experience because it was, I was just like in this, this uh, boundaryless, yeah. infinitely distant horizon space in, internally that was just filled with, you know, just really exhilarating content that I could, I could interact with and, yeah. And then yeah. back a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, just like be able to just move my hand with a, a medium in my hand, a pencil or a pen and just allow it to, to come through as it was coming through internally. So it was very, very, very clear. That's so cool. You, um, you sound like, it sounds like you have this gift, you know, like this, like you're talking about this architectural level mind's uh, eye and like the going into these psychedelic spaces is just like for someone like you 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 like you see further or you see more you might see like you might just have this vividness like i, I was actually about to talk i was about to ask you about dreams and then you brought it up as i was thinking about it, it was this perfect little blip moment and it's like because uh, i i used to love lucid dreaming and a problem for me or i mean you know, I, I don't know if I'd label it a problem, but I don't have a, a I have a, a mind's eye. Some people don't. I don't know if you ever heard of that. Some people can't. They don't have a visual. Like, yeah, I can't. I can't even I fathom know. that. It's such a predominant part of my experience. That's, I forgot what it's called. It's like ap apathophagia or something like that. But anyways, it's neither here nor there. But like, I I have I can I feel more. I hear more. I smell more. Sight is kind of like you know the 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 middle or bottom of the list for me so when i had lucid dreams it was very chaotic because in in waking life i feel like sight kind of just kind of is like this anchor sense for a lot of uh, our experiences especially just how how humans work how society works you know so i would just love to go a little more into that um, because it ties into how your art process seems to work for a lot of people the center is the art like the production uh, the the inspiration the the subject if you will but for you, it seems to be the the intention, like you said, you know, just this this way of living and everything, including the art, is, is like like kind of orbiting that. Uh, yeah, well, it's it become my art becomes a byproduct of that condition and that that quality so, yeah. that my that is defining my life, and my lifestyle, and and who I'm I'm gravitated towards and the the, the environment I I want to live in and yeah, it just. I, I choose to to live a life that is um, yeah in service to all life everywhere and and yeah I think by by making that choice you are strengthened by the field in which you are embedded and and supported and you know by having these experiences that have given me a present felt experience interaction with you know the inseparableness of all things and coming into a state of unity consciousness um, and letting that 
um, be the, you know, that that's, that's the main subject matter for me. And so, yeah, I just, I, I, I see the way that my life has been wholeheartedly supported, like angelically sanctioned by making these choices and, and, um, yeah, so, so that's like a big, a big element of the subject matter of my work is conveying that somehow. But like I said, it's not necessarily like, you know, people like Alex Gray, for instance, his work is very, um, uh, it's much more direct, I guess, in what it's, it's conveying. I think my work is a bit more um, esoteric but it has that intention behind it. And so when, like I said, when I'm putting this out into these environments and there are people that get it clearly, I mean, it's, it's as intended and it's, it's recounted back to me with their own deeply personal interaction with it. That is completely the same as where I was in my own process. Mm. You know, it's, it's, it's like, um, yeah, for me, it's like leaving the door open to that, to that, quality and letting that come through mm. and um yeah and with that you need to be really uh um i don't know psychedelically responsible <laughs> with what you're what you're interacting with and not not be frivolous or or leaving the way open for qualities of consciousness that are not necessarily the most benevolent or have our best interests in mind you know you have to be really uh really like unwavering and what you're you're um, um, making allegiance with and so I'm I'm choosing the highest highest expression of angelic consciousness to you know, um, be the subject matter and you know the intention to be beneficial and to to support life and to to uplift and uh, create a, a space of um, vibrancy and life and alignment and purpose. And, you know, cause that's, that's set, such defining elements of my own life. And so mm. my art is a, um, a byproduct of those elements. Yeah. And so, yeah, I just, I feel like by having these experiences, it's, it's now my responsibility to, um, bring that through and, um, yeah, so I found that, that there is an affirmation behind that, that by, by making that commitment to that, um, that dimension of vibratory expression, I am strengthened and I'm supported and my life unfolds in a way that is harmonious. And um, yeah. You make it sound like a, you make it sound like a, like a duty you know, like, uh, yeah, it, do, it does feel like that. Yeah. There's, there's been a lot of, um, I mean, I, I've been working with plant medicines for, you know, a good, you know, I don't know, 18 years of my life. And, and that's been an, uh, an incredible life affirming catalyst for me. And there had been a lot of moments in those spaces where, there has been this reiteration of, of duty or, or, you know, an assignment that has been granted to me that I have to de be dedicated to. And if I do so, then all is well. I'm 
I'm strengthened. I'm aligned. I'm at peace. I am supported. I'm abundant. And yeah, if I squander that, then that can be taken away. <laughs> and so yeah, I have to really be, you know, keep keep my intention there. It's, I mean, I hate, I'm bringing it back to dreams again. Like everyone I talk to, I'm meeting more and more people like you who, who are kind of just living by a truth. Uh, I, I don't want to use this word, but I can't think of a better one. Like almost blindly, like, uh, like with faith or trust, you know, like you're, you're you don't know how yeah. it's going to work out, but it keeps well, that's it. That's out. what you've got on your shirt there. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> the, the faith and trust. Yeah. It's right there. It's true. Yeah. Yeah it's it's uh, well it's, so much of my experience has reaffirmed that continuously that just it's like faking it till you make it you know you just i by just holding that um that frequency in my own imagination of myself then the world affirms it in experience it sounds and, like magic like you like you're you're, that's exactly what it is yeah <laughs> well it's like you're just riding the wave and you're not sure where it's heading but you're just trusting that it has a destination in a sense and then it just kind of unfolds in mm -hmm. front of you as you go with that intention of that openness to see where it's going to go and then it's like yeah. there's like that quote it's like once you you know the path the path unfolds in front of you or something like that i forgot the exact quote but it's like the path just shows itself as you're on the path so it's kind of yeah that's that. well i've had some i've had some really astonishing experiences throughout my life where and and there's multiple iterations of this experience that just keeps bringing it back it's just like it's it's really about this you know um coming into vibrational coherence with a with an internal principle and 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 a, um, a right to to be supported and the right to be at peace within and and by bringing your attention there experience will validate it externally in the form of experience and and people and characters and circumstances to just um yeah to uh to affirm it i mean i i i grew up in canada and i spent multiple times I used to do a lot of hitchhiking. I, I actually I hitchhiked across the continent from coast to coast oh, yeah. multiple times and and put really putting that to the test, you know, just not adhering to any imagination of myself that things are going to go wrong or think it's not going to work out. Hmm. And instead, I'm just like, it's going to work out. I'm going to get where I need to go. And and uh yeah, just some of the circumstances that I found myself in were just like completely over the top, like just of all the possibilities and all the people and all the ways that that could have worked out was just like, you know, situations that could go really wrong in my life. Like get, I've had experiences where I'm just like, just curling my toes on the, on the precipice of a potential, potentially bad situation. And instead it turns out to be the best possible situation. And it's like, how did that happen instead of this one? You know, like how, how did it take this turn instead of that one? What was the condition that determined that cosmic Plinko board from landing in one direction or the other? And I, for me, it was just the continual affirmation that it's, it's all where I hold my own imagination of myself. And if I succumb to the idea that that terrible situation is what's in store for me, 
you know, then that that's a possibility. But if I'm like, no, that doesn't apply to me. I'm not here for that. I'm here for this. Mm. And it's like, oh, okay, wow, look how wonderfully that worked out. Mm. And I had an experience in one of those hitchhiking trips that really just like had had driven it home in a way that like really it like it became a continual reference point in my heart of of that. And I was hitchhiking from Vancouver to Nelson and I was pretty um, overly confident about how everything just magically works out. And I'm just in, in complete um, unwavering alignment with the flow of synchronous perfection. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's okay. I'll make it there by dinner time. It's all good. You know, I had like a light shirt on and a, and a backpack and, and, and on the journey, I ended up uh, somewhere in a really high elevation and it was get, getting really late. It was dark, no cars around getting dangerously cold I'm having to really like reassess the situation and like started to slide the other direction into like really doubting what was happening and like, okay, I'm going to have to conjure up what minimal wilderness survival skills I'd have to like make it through the night until, you know, I can basically, it was just like in between nowhere and nowhere and really high elevation. And, yeah. and so I, I go down the side of the, 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 mountain off the road to try and like i don't know dig a hole in the side of the mountain to like get out of the wind wow. i was going through this this frustration and and you know all these different phases of this of like oh you know okay this is this is not a good situation and then eventually i just i had no choice but to just go deep inside and just consult with that highest intelligence that has that is orchestrating all of this and i just you know i let go of all of that um investment in like negative emotional output and just like consulted with that space and i was like okay you know i accept i allow this circumstance is absolutely perfect as it is and i thank you for my life and for for this opportunity for all that i've experienced thus far and if this is this is what's in store for me then i accept and i just like and by swinging the pendulum in that direction it just started to swing further and further in until i was just like just engulfed in this, this, uh, you know, a cocoon of gratitude was just like enfolding everything. And, and I was just no longer concerned with the circumstance. I was just like, ah, oh, gratefully present in the moment. And then I, I, I heard some, and, and before this process, I was like going up and down to the road to get, you know, cause I think a car is coming and then it's gone. I'm like, ah, oh, okay. got to go back down. It's like, what do I do? Do I stay down there? Do I stay on the road? What do I do? That was part of the frustration. And then after just invoking this, this, um, this condition, there was like a, a audio hallucination on the road that brought me up to the road just in time for this truck to pull around. And it was one of my friends from Ontario that I went to college with. Mm -hmm. that was driving through mountains in the night mm -hmm. and he sees me and he's like, clams on the brakes like what are you doing here oh and it's like 10 minutes down the road i'm sitting by a fire eating roast vegetables and drinking whiskey wrapped in a wool blanket and just like reminiscing of our time in ontario and it's like of all the possibilities That's this wild. is where it ends up and to me that was like so um so much a byproduct of that condition that i allowed in mm. that opened the way for this other channel to it occur in the quantum probability matrix that may, not I may have missed that opportunity if my attention was 
in this alternate direction of frustration and anger. Yeah. It was like, no, by just like bringing it back to a place of heart, mind coherence, the quantum probability opened up to the highest possible outcome because it was vibrationally aligned with my own highest possible outcome. Yes. And so for me, that was just like, wow, there it is. That's what it's about. That's, uh, that's what I, where my attention needs to be and that mm. I don't need to invest energy in anything but the highest possibility. Oh, wow. So it's really, it's, it comes down to that choice, that choice of which, which, um, path you want to take in the moment and you could have went down that fear pendulum that you're talking about swinging the opposite direction and you would have missed that synchronicity that was there and that was happening is just that you aligned with it as it was occurring but you could have very well aligned in the other direction too and it's really comes down yeah. to the personal choice that we all have and that's the beautiful part of it is that when you do take these choices out of love and gratitude things just line up man they just these things these synchronicities happen so often. I can't recall a moment of a specific moment, but it happens so many times when I just change my alignment and my mindset. All of a sudden, things just become so much more effortless and connected. And it's just like, that's the truth. You know, that's your personal truth yeah. you're aligning to. It's amazing. Yeah, and I've, I've, I've come to to understand that the, the world is not as solid as we think it is. And that <laughs> You know, we're not as fixed by a sequence of causality as, as we think we are. It's like, mm. it's like every possibility in intelligent infinity is all simultaneously occurring in an ever present now. And it's just like, where is the compass pointing? You know, like, yes. and so, so many variations of this. And I, and I have put that to the test. And, and so that's, it's, it, the most magical aspect of this creative journey for me is the opportunity to be dedicated to that and not be so not be bound or constrained by, you know, a, an imagination of self that is not uh, authentic. Mm. And, and by just like giving, giving it a hundred percent, you know, just allowing my life to be malleable in a way that can just move with the current as much as possible is where that revelation is fully and completely presented. And yeah, so, and that, and that's really what is infused in my, my art, you know, more than, more than just like hyper trippy eye candy, you know, it's, it's like, it's, it's representing that, that um, dimension of possibilities and, um, yeah. So it, something that I've, I've, I've been uh, really inspired by, I, I got into um, understanding kinesiology and, and how one is strengthened by, by concepts and ideas and statements and, and things that are, that are life affirming and that, that which is, um, yeah, which, which is uh, spiritually beneficial you are like strengthened by that and by moving in that direction. Yeah. Like you're physically strengthened by it. And when you're in the presence of that, which is detrimental to your own spiritual growth, your body is weakened by that mm. and, and how, um, yeah, there's, there's these examples of how that, how that works that, um, and this has been tested in, 
thousands of test cases, say you have an auditorium of a thousand people and you do this in every city on a, on a tour, say you have a thousand people in the audience and you muscle test every single person in the audience when you have two envelopes being held up to the audience. You hold, no one in the audience knows what's in these envelopes, but if you hold one of them up, every single person in the audience will, be, will go weak. You hold the next envelope up, every single person will go strong. And then you open the envelopes and one of them has MSG in it. The other envelope has vitamin C. And so it's just the acknowledgement of its presence in the moment the body responds positively or negatively. Mm. And, um, and so that, that same concept can be applied to, to anything like that, which is like life affirming and beneficial or that, which is detrimental and, yeah. and, uh, devolving. And so I, I've chosen to, um, apply that to art and that the intention behind a, a creative act can either be life affirming or it could be detrimental. And that applies to music as well. There's certain like frequency ranges that are, can be damaging or certain like lyrical content or, or like things that, that can basically like impact you negatively, whether, whether or not you're conscious of it or not. And, um, you know, like a prime example is, um, I don't know if you ever heard of Stendhal syndrome, it's a, a, a term, a psychological term for, um, being in the presence of creative acts, whether it be music or painting that somehow bypasses the conscious mind and triggers a kind of, uh, exalted ecstasis. And so a prime example is the Sistine chapel. And according to kinesiology, Michelangelo at the later part of his life calibrated at a really high level of consciousness. Like he had had this, you know, spiritual revelation that was really, you know, on a, on a really high level. And so the works of art that he created were a byproduct of that quality of consciousness. And so people in the presence of that work of art, if they're like basically like receptive enough or have enough of that ego narrative removed, then that quality of consciousness is forever anchored in that work of art for all time, all space, all viewers for eternity. It's like a kind of anchor point that of like a tuning fork is just like placed in space time. That is the, uh, that is the, you know, that, that expression in consciousness. And so there, you know, people in the Sistine Chapel upon viewing, viewing it can go into just like complete ecstasy. And this has been recorded for, for centuries. And, uh, you know, same for like, um, you know, Beethoven there's, and, um, and Bach, like the later part of their life, having these kind of spiritual revelations that then was infused into their music. And so that has triggered Stendhal syndrome in people. And, and so that, that really um, influenced me in a way that it's how important it is to have that kind of uh, intention behind a work of art and to, to, create the condition as clearly as possible for that work of art to be a you know an anchor point for that that quality of consciousness so you're blowing my mind you're influencing me (laughs) (laughs) well i'm in the mind blowing business (laughs) (laughs) uh, so so that's what you meant 
before when you when you said you have this kind of like 5d like visualization of of something like 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 in like in the in your in your i don't know what to call it i don't i said i guess i used i said the mind's eye before but like like when you're when you're making a piece of art whatever like you have this inspiration but you're thinking of what you're infusing it with you're thinking of that tuning fork of what you're creating in space and time like for for the experience of the person who's going to see the art on these kind of like spiritual levels like uh, like like you're like the it's it's like a, it's like a vitamin versus a, a the MSG yeah it's like a, a a time release multivitamin <laughs> yeah. yeah so it's, <laughs> so it's like you're wow oh my god my brain is dancing the possibilities are endless like you're <laughs> you're, you're giving someone this is this is really cool like the fact is that it's working too because so many other <laughs> artists are going to say like I create something and they don't have these things in mind and they have this physical level of art that's created and then they go that's released out into the world and then the people watching the piece of art are going to give me things that I didn't think of and then they allow that that's that's their process that's their their journey but you're doing the opposite people are coming back to you saying man I'm looking at this piece of art and I'm feeling this and then you said earlier that that's that's what you intended so you're yeah, and sometimes this... it's so specific. It's not just like a vague, broad kind of thing that they're sharing with me. It's like really finely tuned, like pinpointed to something that's so synonymous with my own process that I would know. And they're like, yeah, it triggered this. And I like had this experience and it made me think of this. And like, this was my process with this work of art. And I just want to let you know that like, you know, I had this experience and I'm like, yeah, that's pretty much exactly what I experienced when I was creating it. Wow. But it's just that, you know, it's like a work of art. It's just like some hyper trippy, like tryptamine avatar being, you know, that, yeah. that, that's like, you know, but somehow, you know, one, like so many people are conveying that to me where I'm just like, yep, <laughs> that's, that's spot on. That's it. So yeah, that just like gives me a, an affirmation that, that there is, you know, a, a, a higher octave of intelligence that is using me as the paintbrush mm -hmm. to convey itself. It's fractal. <laughs> yeah. You're you're yeah. painting, but you're the painting, and you're the paintbrush, and you're using the paintbrush. And the... yeah, because there's so many times in that process when I'm because I'm just like I'm so dedicated to this. This is like the the the, the number one priority, and all other things when I get into that space just end up having to just be like pushed pushed to the periphery mm. and I'm, I'm in that flow state there are things that are just occurring where i'm just like whoa <laughs> i'm just like wow that just happened and like whoa that look at that you know just things that are just unfolding that i'm not like oh i'm gonna oh i'm seeing this okay i gotta make that now mm. oh it okay it, i need to put this idea in there instead mm. i'm just like it's just happening and and then i'm just and then i arrive at something I'm like oh wow cool look at that <laughs> the, the, the muses oh, have so, you as they say yeah like you're you know like I, i've had these dreams where um like it, um, I, I tend to be part of these group exhibitions so i've been part of these uh events with uh, a certain cast of characters that are well known in the visionary art world so like alex gray and yeah. um mars one and um yeah martina hoffman robert venosa all these all these these people that i i had admired and looked up to as like the 
you know, the, the, the pace car of psychedelic potential. And so it's been really wonderful to be brought into the fold and, and integrated amongst their ranks. And, and so we may not communicate with each other um, as often as I'd like, but, you know, like I'll have, I have a dream and it's, it's just like so vivid with multi-sensory intensity. I'm just like, Oh, as I'm emerging out of sleep in the dream, I'll just like sketch it out, put it together, devote the next like couple months to making a painting because I'm, I've got an exhibition coming up. that's going to be part of one of these group exhibitions and, and then, uh, and then I'll title it something and then bring it. And like one of these occasions I had this, uh, they positioned me in the gallery right next to Martina Hoffman. And then my dream painting was almost the identical composition to hers. Like you could Photoshop them on top of each other. Right. And it was like the position of all the parts like lined up perfectly. But then the, the title of it was identical to another artist that was in the same exhibition. <laughs> you know? So I, things like that are just really, that's really fascinating to me. That it's just like, it's, you know, it's a also, whole other hyper-dimensional dynamic going yeah, on and, and, and a kind of like, you know, this, this vision in a dream that's like, make this, do this exactly like this. I'm like, okay, yeah. it's gotta be like this. Wow. And then I'm like, I don't know why I'm doing this painting. It's just <laughs> came through like this and I thought it was super cool. And, you know, and then, and then just happened to be positioned in the gallery right next to the painting. And then people are like, were you, were you two in contact with, did you like, not give, uh, yeah. you know, check in with each other before making these paintings? Like what's going on here? And I'm like, no, that's yeah. that's how it plays out. You're like in some cosmic group text, and like <laughs> there's some yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that that must be such a confirmation for you on your path to have these kind of moments where your your paintings are lined up, and it's just like it's like an aha moment. It's like yes, like you tapped into that source. Uh, mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, he kind of cut we off. just lost you. Oh, sorry. Um, uh, uh, where did, where did I go? We can still hear you though. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Somebody chimed in and I just oh, yeah. get rid of the message there. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. So that, that must be so, um, I don't even know what kind of words to use for this, but it just must be such an incredible feeling like, a like, a, proof, a, like a, a proof, 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 but even yeah. though the proof is not really needed anymore, it's still kind of, it's like, <laughs> no, I mean the proof, <laughs> the proof has just infused itself into yeah. the, my core operating system. Yeah. It's not, it's not even like I, I have to like grasp for continual affirmation. It's like, it's just the foundation of my being is yeah. informed by all of this. And so. It's still kind of exciting. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, it, yeah, there's just a, a quality of synchronicity that occurs in my life that to me, is just like so mind blowing, but, and like it continually surprises me but then it it shouldn't because it's just such a such an occurrence throughout my life yeah. and it's just it's just funny to me when those synchronicities are so glaringly obvious and so apparent and so deeply personal and i'm just yeah. like ah oh, wow did you see that and like people around me are just like huh oh hmm. yeah weird and i'm like <laughs> weird like not like <laughs> you know like just being in conversation or like following a, a train of thought and then like 
you know, a song comes on, you know, in the coffee shop and the lyric is just like, ping, and I'm like, did you catch that? <laughs> you know, like that was just like right on time, yeah. you know? And for me, that those kinds of things are just, that's just the byproduct of being in that heart mind coherence. That's just the natural state of things when you are yeah. in that, that alignment. That's, that's how everything in biological expression and cosmological expression that's how everything is naturally occurring and it's that ego narrative that dislodges us from that unfurling of fractal perfection and 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 uh symbiosis with itself is you know it's occurring all ways and all time in the ever-present self-existing now and for me it's just like living my life in a way where i just I become vibrationally congruent with that. And I'm kinesiologically strengthened by the field by bringing my attention and my perception in in that direction, Mm -hmm. rather than being in separation consciousness where I'm a, I'm a singular entity that has a boundary to its, its experience of itself and is not connected to anything rather than being inseparably, um, Equanimous with this this quantum eternity you know it's like and by having my imagination of myself pointed in that direction i have these series of events and synchronicities and just unfurling magic as just the as commonplace and you know and then it's just it's just all perception it's like unity consciousness or uh, and separation consciousness this is like i you know i see the the effects of separation consciousness and I see the effects of unity consciousness and unity consciousness is way more fun. So I'm just going to like keep, <laughs> keep, going keep there. Uh, a, a daily practice to bring my attention there and, and, and treat my art as a, as a, as a spiritual discipline that, that expresses that. You got away with words, man. I got to, you make it sound like it's wizardry. It's like God is, <laughs> It's like God is dreaming a guy who's making art and you're aware of that. Well, essentially, yeah, that's exactly what's happening. You <laughs> and, know? And, and I'm dream and I'm and dreaming up the version of you that is that is experiencing itself through me in this moment. You know, it's like it's, and, and all of that back it, and forth for it's like yeah, unity experiencing itself as every possibility that it could exist in order to know itself. Yeah. And you know, and then it's like bring, bringing our attention there and having our eyes open to that. And then, and then having life experience just shuffle and shift to accommodate, to reflect that, yeah. you know, to accommodate. I, I have a question. I don't know how off topic this veers, but I'm just wondering when you go into a plant medicine ceremony, whether whatever plant medicine it is, let's just, I'm sure you've done ayahuasca. You speak about plant medicine what is an experience like that for you is it as you enter it's like the students going back to school and you're just etching the design in your mind of or you're familiar with what you're seeing is it like realms that you've tapped into so many times um both in and out of plant medicine experiences that you're just it's like there's no difference between the two states or is it like you're encountering new uh, landscapes each time you go into ceremony what i mean for me it's like an opportunity for a 40,000 foot view. That's just not, um, yeah, just that, that, that cone of experience that's funneling down to, to, uh, um, different densities. 
and bringing the attention out of that that pinpointed focus of my own personal life and experience and being able to expand outwards to see a larger um, interplay of dynamics that are happening interdimensionally in a way. Um, yeah, my, my initial uh, foray into those, those uh, plant medicine dimensions was really, I mean, so immense and so life-changing because it happened at a time when um, I was going through some really intense uh, repetitive stress, um, kind of a carpal tunnel effect from having tattooed for uh, you know, years and years. And it was like, a had just like progressed to this point where I, I had no choice, but to stop tattooing. But I also had to go through some like deep therapy to be able to just get back to my own artwork and even holding a pencil was challenging. And so it, it, it triggered a, a real like existential despair that I was kind of like, like a dam had broken of existential despair. And this was like during my Saturn return. So it was like, yeah, just a huge exclamation mark on that experience was having to be addressed. And, and, and I had had some experience before with some chronic pain that was um, with a back injury from skateboarding and, you know, to have the opportunity to like really go, go in there and like address something deeper. And so I, years later when i had had this uh repetitive stress i felt i was like okay maybe it's time to like really peel the curtain back and like really take a look at this even though it just scared the shit out of me mm -hmm. to have to like really look at this stuff because there was so much distortion and 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 um fear around it like the idea of my my personal creative expression being compromised and that you know, I may not be able to fulfill my duty or my purpose was like or something that I didn't even want to consider or look at. And so I, I had this opportunity to, to, to do a plant medicine ceremony. And I, I, I had to go through the valley of the shadow of death. Pretty much. I had to just like, you know, tr trudge through the, the brambles and, and, and have to, you know, it had all of it come up, all of those, you know, the, the worst case scenarios rear their ugly heads and just like caricatures of caricatures of my own personal unprocessed shadow material, like taunting me over it, you know, it was like really like a crazy journey. And, um, you know, and, and, it was, and it came back to like the experience when I was hitchhiking, where it was like, you know, I don't have to you know, succumb to any of this. It's not, it's not real. Like infinite love is the only truth that all of this is illusion. And, it, you know, as soon as that, that realization happened, it was like another pendulum where it's just like, Oh yeah. Infinite love is the only truth. Everything else is illusion. <laughs> and it was just like, and then that initiated this journey of just like surrendering it all. It's just like, I just, I give up. I can't fight anything. I'm not here to, to resist or to fight and everything that I'm holding on to, I can just freely let it go. And there's nothing that source will not receive. And it was just like, I surrender and just like completely let my vice like grip that white knuckle grip just like dropped 
And I just like, you know, skydived out of that pain. It was like, and uh, yeah, and it was like all of those taunting, you know, unprocessed shadow material just became like increasingly absurd caricatures of themselves that just were, were fighting to maintain supremacy over my own imagination of myself until it was just like absolutely ludicrous. <laughs> and, um, and then, you know, the embodiment of that shadow, that darkness, it was like it, it, um, it, it, it took its mask off and revealed to me that it was actually this angelic presence that had disguised itself as my shadow in order for me to let go and to, to have no choice but to let go. Like there's no other way around it. It's like if you hold on, you're just perpetuating and, and prolonging the pain. But as soon as you surrender and you let go, you realize that it, the perfection was there the whole time. And it was like this shadow just like completely folded itself inside out and became this illuminated angelic presence that was awaiting me on the other side of this chasm to just like welcome me, welcome me and just like nurture me back to health and just like whisper the most life affirming poetry sweetly into my ear and just like repair me on the other side. And, and then I, as I, I looked into my body and I could see inside my, the muscle fibers of my arm and into the, the, the cartilage and all of this pain. And I could see that there was like, like visually there was like a, a kind of wire frame was gripping around the, the fibers and it was written in this like self-defeating language, this kind of like, you know, uh, all of this, this self-imagination that was like the opposite of divine spiritual sovereignty. It was like, and, and I could see that it was, it didn't belong to me. It was part of the condition of humanity that was written in there. And that this angelic presence was taking me deeper into that. And, and from the inside out was like allowing the, the light of pure love presence to just print, come into the picture and just dissolve all of that self-defeating matrix language to just loosen its grip and to just like allow it to just dismantle itself with love instead of fear the fear was like coming in from the outside and the, the love was de deconstructing it from the inside and it was all about just surrendering to that and allowing that to occur rather than directing it it wasn't like okay i'm gonna I'm going to make love happen. It's like, no, just love is love is the, the, the foundational structure that is, you know, underneath all the shadow. It was like, you know, it was a really powerful experience in it. it and, and so in that vision of encountering this angelic presence, I was like, wow, just like, thank you. Thank you beyond measure. Like, how do I honor this experience with, the, the, the ability to even begin to convey this with art, you know, and I've been tattooing up until this time and it really kind of like took over my whole creative process. Everything was kind of filtered through the language of tattooing. And so I was really had deviated from my own, you know, hyper vision possibility. And so as when I went through this, uh, this, this journey and I was like interacting with this, this expression as like, you know, 
as, as another, you know, as like a, a higher octave of intelligence that was inseparable from my being, but it was clearly a, a sentient intelligence that was interacting with me. And so it was like, I will help you. And it just like deconstructed itself and the environment in which it was embedded. And I recognized all the components instantly as like, oh, that's my sketchbook from 1993. And that's that painting I did in college. And that's like, that's that album cover I did for those people. And it was just like this collage of all of this previous work that wasn't necessarily visionary, but it was like, you know, these assets of textures and, and drawings and things that was just like, kind of hyperdimensionally collaged into a into a space and a being and you know and so i was like oh i can remember that oh okay yeah that's it's all familiar this is all all my creation this is all my my unique aesthetic filter is is te is texture mapped into this wireframe and so it was basically just like remember if you can remember the architecture and the wireframe you already have all the rest. So I was like, okay, you know, it was like, it, it had a vested interest in making sure that I could grasp how to recreate it. It was like taking me through the stages and the steps of how to do it. And so at that time, I, I, um, so I, I collected as much previous art as I could. And this is like early 2000s. And I, I went to um, Kinko's photocopy place and I, I, took all the stuff and I got it all scanned and then I'd get it printed, but then I'd get it printed in the mirror image. And then I had like exacto blades. I was cutting them all out and making this whole collage while all of this is fresh. I'm like, I got to, I got to just get on this, this task. This is like my, but the next direction of my creativity, I need, this is, this is important. This is like a medicine piece. That's going to anchor this experience for me. Like that was the intention. It's like, I need to do this to be able to like, um, maintain a connection with with this quality so that it, it's, it won't just drift away like a dream i need to do this to like bring this through and so i'm i'm putting this together and and then within that week there's somebody that i know this and this is like after 9 11 so he's like fleeing the states and he's he's like i'm gonna just move to a cabin in the woods and uh i basically i've got a a, a desktop computer and a flatbed scanner and the latest photoshop and a a uh, drawing tablet, would this be of use to you? Is this like something that you would want to use? And I'm like, yes, that would be so helpful. And so I already had all these components that was part of this process. And I, and, that, and then I just like channeled Photoshop, like how to use Photoshop. And I had some, some friends that were consulting me on the process, but it basically created this opportunity to make a work of art that was like, not just kind of leaning in the direction of implying this kind of experience it was like a snapshot it like mm. captured it with the most uh, like accuracy that i could have ever imagined i i was capable of mm. and um yeah so that became part of my uh, rehabilitation as an artist and and reaffirming the duty and the purpose of where i was meant to go with my work and and so i created this this series of work from that time and then because of that i was invited to boom festival and that's where i met alex gray and so we were pretty much the only exhibiting artists at the festival and became you know we, we got to be really close friends and allies from there and then from there it just like because of my association with that all of a sudden i was like 
integrated and invited into this higher threshold of, of um, inclusion into exhibiting with H.R. Giger and, you know, all these people that I had admired for decades were now just like, oh, you're one of us. Yeah, come come along. Like, here, be interviewed for this magazine or here, we're going to be part of this, this podcast or here, you're going to be part of this exhibition. It's just like everything just like un, unfurled at like, you know, a, an avalanche pace from there. And so that to me was like, um, by going through the deepest cathartic um, transformational process and just surrendering all of that pain to source, it, everything just like completely rearranged in the quantum field to, to reflect that new imagination of self. And it just like, oh, now this is your life now. Like you've, you've graduated from all of that self-imposed illusion. Now this is what's in store for you. And it was just like, oh yeah, there it is. You know, it was like, I was saved by this medicine to, by, and like, and yeah, it was really just like going into the root of that transpersonal pain. Cause it really, it wasn't, it wasn't my pain. It, it had minimal to do with my own, my own lifetime or the upbringing from my parents, my family who were very supportive and very um, open, open-hearted, you know, it had like minimal conditioning to undo. It was something way deeper. It was something that was like in the collective of humanity that had just um, given up its own spiritual sovereignty to a, an external other mm. and, and invested in unworthiness and, you know, that, that uh, we need some kind of intermediary between ourselves and source rather than recognizing the inseparability of self from source. And so, yeah, as soon as that, that uh, revelation occurred in that, that entheogenic space, yeah, my life just like completely alternated to something entirely different that was like kinesiologically supported. I was like, all right, this is, this is what I'm dedicated to. This is where all my attention needs to be. Mm. And yeah. And so that there, there was a kind of reinforced uh, duty that because my inner holographic viewing monitor was so precise and I was able to convey this kind of entheogenic space with such precision that it was like, this is, this is part of my service because mm. so many people have this kind of experience, but they don't have any grasp on the, the linguistic lexicon to even like begin to convey it, let alone a, a creative expression that even comes close to conveying it to another. So it's up to me to do that because it's like really clearly presented that that's what is my, my skill in this life. And you know, that that's like, and there's an affirmation that happens for a lot of people. They're just like, wow, you know, like I had an experience that was so transformational to the core mm. and you just mapped it out exactly as i experienced it and so thank you for doing that because i don't have that so you are the version of me that did that so that i don't have to <laughs> you know <laughs> and and i've had that a lot and i've had that for myself as well there's been experiences that i've had that um i'll, I'll give you another story where i was invited to be part of um um a peyote church meeting with some some native people in in california and it was a really it was like no messing around ceremony with with these native elders and they're you know making uh 
pulling all the embers of the fire into these uh, Thunderbird beings and all of the protocols are all like really rigid and you know they've got these like elaborate um exquisite beaded fan feather fans and it's just like yeah it was a really exquisite ceremony and i was with a friend of mine and i i got this vision that was so clear i was like oh my god this vision is like if i just spend the next 10 years on this painting this is pretty much all i'd have to do before i check out of this lifetime and so i'm like describing everything about it and you know it's got this crystal skull in it and it's got this calendar in the pyramids and this whole thing and and so i was sometimes when i get these visions it's nice to be able to like express them verbally Mm -hmm. it's part of my own kind of like personal notebook to just like so i don't forget it Mm -hmm. and then the following days i was invited to um this event in san francisco for new year's eve and uh as i got there there's a friend of mine who's now like one of my closest allies, lifelong friends and artists who's been part of these group exhibitions and part of the, the design team for Boom Festival. His name's Carrie Thompson. Absolutely like stellar co-creative dreaming agent character. And, and this was my initial meeting with him. And, and the basis of this meeting really defined so much of like what our friendship's about and our, our level of connection and so he shows up at the event and he's got this painting and he's just like white as a ghost that's just like dripping he's like he's got this painting that he's strapped to the top of the van to deliver to the event and it's still wet oil paint and and it like fell off the van and you know the geary street underpass and rush hour traffic and gets to the next traffic light and somebody dressed like santa claus he's like hey uh I think he drops something back there and he's like, <clears throat> does a U-turn, comes back around, his painting's in the middle of the road and all the traffic's just parting around it like the Red Sea. <laughs> and so he's like, just arrived with this painting. He's like, oh my God. And so um, later that night, he like brings me to his studio to show me something that he's working on. And I'm with my friend that was part of this peyote ceremony, he like lifts the, the fabric off this painting and it's exactly what I saw in the ceremony. And I'm just like, wow thank you for doing this so that i don't have to (laughs) you you are the version of me that has has taken this on so now i'm freed up to do so much more i was like wow you know it was like really specific like a premonition of the painting but there was so much you know like emotional Mm. content in what i was seeing that it was like i had felt like oh i have to do that yeah and then once i saw him doing the painting i was like oh what a relief yeah you're relieved (laughs) it's so funny because these are like all the artists you're naming are like most artists don't want to hear this but a lot of your work is very uh, comparable you know there's some quality there's something about it It, it, sometimes in technical ways sometimes just in like those feelings that you invoke in the people who are looking at it and it's no Mm. no artist is going to say oh that like that was my idea like oh thank god you did it I, yeah. so i don't have to do yeah. it but i mean like, i don't have to take credit for that you know it's part of the yeah, universal yeah. creative conduit that it, is expressing itself as carrie thompson that's it. you know it's and what i'm doing story, is yeah. it's expressing as luke brown yeah. it's also expressing as alex gray it's like yeah. it's it's all the same creative conduit it's just filtering through a, a unique aesthetic lens that you know and sometimes there's cross-pollination of that aesthetic mm-hmm. and 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 that's that's what I found by just being in, in 
close communion with these other artists that I, I relate to wholeheartedly. It's mm -hmm. like, we're, we're, we're tapping, tapping into the same, you know, dimensional corridors and, and taking notes. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You're the so, note takers. Like I, I, like I said, I don't have a very yeah. visual experience. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I, I do obviously like in, in the, in the ceremonies and, and with other plant medicines or, or anything really, but like, like, I don't see what you see, you know, this art is. Yeah. And not, you're under no obligation to, you know, you're, but, you're but playing I, your part perfectly. But I, I will say that in, in that tuning fork way that you put so eloquently before, like I really do, it really does bring me back to those spaces, yes. even though I don't have that visual like uh symmetry let's call it like with the experience there's some other symmetry that's so obvious and embedded and i i get some part of it might be like you're, you talk, you you mentioned the word wireframe a lot and i mm -hmm. i see that in the art and it, and like you know like in a kind of design like you know if you talk about like designing like video games or something like like literally having or if you have sculptures you have like uh like prototypes like the 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 character or like some kind of person or something like in the in the painting is seems to be mm -hmm. kind of enmeshed or, or or like a part of the background that gets kind of pinched and shaped into this thing yeah well there's there's no no definition where it ends and the environment exactly. begins yes. and i mean yeah. that's uh, that's what i was getting at is that's very that says a lot about like your whole philosophy, your whole perspective on life and, and how the, that bleeds into. Yeah, there's art. so many variations of that experience that I've had in, in the, the depths of that, that threshold space where the, 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 the definition between observer and observed dissolves. And um, yeah. And it just, it comes, comes down to a, a, a kind of, omnidirectionally emanating singularity that is everywhere at once and uh yeah having having this this like really um yeah it's it's such an, an enamoring space for me or just uh, the comfort that that which i am observing i am that yeah so it's there's a, a holy experience there and there's been variations of that experience that can be qualified as as you know religious experience without without the religion yeah. you know, but it's it's something that has just restructured the foundation of my operating system and giving given me a, a, an opportunity to to rest comfortably in my own body mm -hmm. and in what I'm here for and that you know to, to suffer unnecessarily is not my, uh, my MO, <laughs> you know, I, I have, I have the right to thrive and to be my, my most vibrant, uh, healthy expression of self, you know, that that's, that's available to me if that's, if that's what I want. And if that's what, you yeah. Want. And so, yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's how, that's what's been presented to me through my, my creative process and, mm. and, and my, my creative uh, output has provided this kind of opportunity to come into alignment with that understanding. Yeah. It's so cool. I'm so thankful. <laughs> I'm so thankful for people yeah. like, like you and, and all these visionary artists that you named 
that that we are gifted with this opportunity to see a snapshot of these deep realms and that just by looking at some of your depictions in your artwork just brings you back to that feeling and that source it's just such a blessing and hearing you speak about it just your words and how connected you are to that source you bring me back to ceremony to that space just by mm. hearing you describe the intricacies of your vision and how, what came out of it is just i'm just the gratitude is just pouring out right now that uh, that i came across <laughs> wonderful <laughs> and yeah just, gratitude is, is an incredible <laughs> medicine it is and, man. you know for forgiveness compassion and gratitude are just like one of the most yeah. um empowering tools we have in our toolbox you know and the more that we just bring our attention to those principles the more strengthened we are kinesiologically yeah. and and by doing so life experience just changes to accommodate to reflect that back to reinforce it because mm. it's it's the foundation of of the fabric of reality you know love love is the is is what is orchestrating all of this and by just bringing our attention there yeah it's like our our muscles are go strong in the presence of that and it is true yeah there's there's just so much of my life that just has just presented that in in, in sometimes in the most comical ways it's <laughs> just like duh like obviously you know the total cosmic joke like gut-wrenching laughter version <laughs> you know? This is like it's so simple. It's so simple. It, it is so simple. It's just because <laughs> the love is the foundation. There is nothing needed to add or subtract. It is just there. But everything in between, yeah, nothing to accept or reject. It's just there. But everything on top of nothing, that is nothing to defend. Yeah, everything on top of that is our attachments and disillusions and illusions that create this sense of complexity when it's really that simple it's just like it's just the the love. yeah it's like it can't be that simple it, it's <laughs> gotta it be is. more complex than no, that it is. but that's that's the funniest thing after a psychedelic experience you come out of it just like shaking your head like fuck it was just that easy it was just that simple it's like mm -hmm. everyone's reaction when they come back from it they just laugh at themselves yeah. hopefully yeah I, I, there's sometimes <laughs> Sometimes you you there's resistance even after the ceremony, you know, like at first, but you just keep going closer and closer to that idea. Like you have these kind of out of body experiences and start living this out of body life. Mm. And that can be scary mm -hmm. because we have this ego thing that wants to be and want and wants to fight for its right, like you said, but there's none of that. You you just end up in this bigger body, you know, like there's no fear. Mm -hmm. There's no fear necessary. And it's 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 yeah. hard to convince fear, fear is is for the uninformed <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah that's perfectly put man you that's... you you've like, like you talked about white knuckling it and and like when you when yeah. you finally let go there's some like it's the love pours in man yeah like you 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 yeah. fall into something like something just catches you you were so afraid but something just catches you mm. And you you never yeah, would have known and, if you didn't and let you'll go. You'll only find that out unless you let go. Yeah. The only way to find that out is to let go. Yeah. And to loosen your grip on all of these these self-imposed illusions and, and concepts that no longer serve. Mm. You know, but it's it's like 
you'll never know that unless unless you let go <laughs> um, wow. and like I, I can explain that as as fancifully as i can i can you know possibly express but you know it's it's all a personal experience that'll get you there yeah yeah i mean you've done a good job but uh in the end uh, we all words go. fail like when once you find your limits your perceived limits you know mm -hmm. and and everyone in their own moment in their own life just has to or is lucky enough to to have those opportunities and then to to have that that information to not have that ignorance and to make that that choice to push that pendulum yeah. to the other side and you get sometimes yeah. instantly rewarded yes and it's so yeah. affirming life of it's so gratifying it's so it's mystical it's everything that you want life to be and you're like oh <laughs> yeah. this is yeah this is all the love and, and the and, god and this and this has been here the whole time and the only thing that has obscured it is my own illusion and yes. my own you know, false imagination of self is the only thing that shielded me from that, from knowing that. <laughs> and all I had to do was just, you know, let, let go of the adherence to that false imagination of self. And then it just like, it was there the entire time. And it's there for, for every living being in, on the planet is not, not exempt from that either. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow. Okay. Well, I guess, you know, I, ha I have a, I have a responsibility to do something beneficial with that. That isn't mm. just, you know, I can't keep that to myself. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, listen, brother, this is, uh, we hit our time. So I just want to, Oh just, yeah. Yeah. I just want to thank you again. I incredible. Work yeah. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity for, yeah. for that to be expressed through me and for oh. you to express that through you so that we can meet in the middle and, yes. Yeah. I think I'm so excited about this episode. I just can't wait to listen to it again. Same. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you to Sashi for <clears throat> introducing us. Uh, this was a, an honor to have you on and to, to, to hear you and to, to, to see the man behind the artwork. It's truly incredible. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you guys. Wonderful. Take care, Good brother. Night.